Hey, yo, what's up? It's your boy, sir, of the 2020 podcast, LLC. Please say the LLC. And before you listen to this episode, I just got to let you know, I need you to stop what you're doing. Go to blkrenaissance.com and I need you to shop for the culture. That's right. Anytime you use the promo code LLC20 at Black Renaissance Clothing's website, you will get 20% off your order. Off rip. No questions asked. So do me a favor and do it for the culture. Peace. Hey y'all, it's your girl Sade with Black on Black Rhymes. Step to the mic. People always ask me where I get my confidence from, and I get it from inside. It's an inside thing, y'all. And when it comes to beautiful skin, I rock with Blendia by India, where her motto is, be confident in your skin. She has a variety of naturally made soaps to keep you smelling good, hair products for long, luscious, healthy hair, and even beer products for men. You know, we got to keep those struggle beers away. So visit BlendiaByIndia.com and use promo 2020skin to get 10% off your order. Thank you, Blendia by India, for being a sponsor of the 2020 Podcast LLC. Please say the LLC. The self-destruct sequence has been activated. Repeat, the self-destruct sequence has been activated. This sequence may not be aborted. All employees proceed to the emergency car at the bottom platform. Okay, we lit it just like a fuse, so no need to pick and choose. Welcome to 2020, where we do more than interviews. The hottest be coming through, jumping knowledge on all that you get. A beak of the front of you with the truth that they offer you. Yeah, hands up, we doing it for the culture. To give artists and businesses more exposure. Keeping it real and stay silent just like a boulder. It's about to go all the way down, can get no lower. Chasing my dreams, know that they get no slower. But if I stay running, I promise they getting closer. Moreover, success, my older. And if you're sleeping on me, I'm waking them up like bulges. I told you, coming from the land with the tide roll, we'll be on the whole different vibe though we like to ride slow and keep our windows tinted so you really can see us like stevie wonder waking up with his eyes closed yeah got the kind of flow that rock the boat on my 16s of pounds of dope and if you figure you can hang with me on the mic then grab some rope matter of fact better grab some hope while you at it we keep it live it's time to tune in turn up the sound on what you're using it goes so hard i think it's bruising the show is 2020 no need to zoom in yeah Hey, hey, is we live? We live, baby. Let me make sure. Let me make sure. Come on in. Come on in. Sit down in church. Come in. The doors to service is open. Yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. 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 We're going to give everybody about two minutes, but the, the instant I see like two eyes when we can get in that ish. Man, look. Mm, this week has been a week of stuff and things, y'all. I'm tired. This week flew by, but it was tiring, if that makes sense. It, you, you ever been so busy, it fly by, but at the end, you're like, ah, damn, I'm, I'm, when's Saturday coming? You like, had a lot of tasks keeping you busy. Right, right, man, right, right. But this weekend, I'm going to Pensacola. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. I'm going to turn up a little bit. You know, just cross the water a little bit. Put your foot in. Yeah, no, no. Love you find a key. Find a key. Yeah, they ain't them keys washing up over here. Oh. oh. <laughs> let, me, let me love you Took find a moment. key. Snowfall. Snowfall. Mobile I'm trying to be the next Frank. 
Boy, boy, y'all never hear from me again. I'll be gone. I am just, the servant. Just send it to black and we'll be good. <laughs> See? <laughs> See? Talking in code. I love it. All right. Well, look, we're going to go ahead and get started. We ain't got nobody here yet, but, you know, folks, uh, I noticed. Y'all do me a favor. Oh, let's share. share. Yeah, I was just about to say, uh, go ahead and share it on your pages. You got a business page. Just throw it up there. You got somebody that say, hey, don't post nothing. In my group, share it in there anyway. Get kicked out. It's for the cause. It's for the culture. <laughs> for the culture, you know. Yes, indeed. You know, we, we trying to get eyes on this product because we got a conversation for the nation. Matter of fact, I can't talk trash and not share myself what I look like, man. So, I guess I'll start with the intro. Oh look, thought my phone was on mute and it wasn't. Hey, yo, what's up? It's your boy, sir, of the 2020 podcast, LLC. Please say the LLC. Please. Please. Worked hard for that part. Now, look, today, as squad goes, you know what it is. I got everybody here. We got Jared, the daydreaming this thing. We got attorney to everlasting. We got Mr. Strokes himself from Blur Syndicate. We got Jessica, our personal fashion nova. And the shit started himself, Mr. Boy Boy Black is in this thing. Man, look. Before we even get started, I was just singing praises to my people because I love to see my people winning and doing their things. And before we get done today, I want to make sure that everybody, you know, gets the sound off on what they're doing to kind of expand their viewership and things. So the topic for the day is friends and businesses. Now, there's two things that they say don't mix, and that's one of them. So to those of you that are oblivious to it, the Joe Button podcast recently had a sort of a implosion where joseph went on a little bit of a tirade and in the midst of going off he fired rory and uh later on he fired maul as well um now to those of you that don't know what's going on there was a little bit of a back and forth between the trio uh over uh money quite frankly just gonna be the long and short of it is a combination of money, um, miscommunication, uh, pettiness, and general distrust. I'm just going to say what it is. Um, the thing that kind of sparked everything going is uh, Joe recently had an episode. I believe it was the podcast uh, episode number 379, I believe. I can't remember. Don't quote me on that or 439 or 37 is one of them. It was one of the recent ones where um, he went on a little bit of a tirade discussing the negative energy that Rory and Maul brought to the podcast. Uh, he went on the tirade discussing how he is the one who tends to go and get the business deals. He's the one who tends to handle the advertising, everything pretty much on the background. He was stating that he carried on his back on his platform. And he felt it was borderline portrayal for someone to request an audit of where the money was going. Now, at this time, this was a very polarizing uh, conversation for the simple reasons of tact, uh, because we all know Joe can kind of fly off the handle a little bit. He kind of has a reputation of a hothead. But on the flip side of that, there's a business perspective of he kind of has that right to do so when it's his platform. So I don't want to argue what happened 
you know, because we can go by he say and they say all day. My primary question to the squad is this. Can you maintain a friendship and do business with the same core group of people without having an incident like this? And if so, what would you do to kind of entail or kind of make sure that things do not get to a point where their uh, tensions are boiling or things are blowing up. Um, one of the people I've rocked with since day one of meeting is Wyatt. So Wyatt, I want to ask you first, and then we'll kind of let everyone jump in. Where do you stand with what occurred and what are your thoughts on, you know, friends and business? Well, uh, I think, I think you, so Joe and Rory and all the rest of them, they, they became more business than friends. You know what I'm saying? And there's, there's always been a dynamic of Joe kind of calling the shots and you know what I mean? Because he's always been the front man of it. So like, if you look at it as a band, he's the front man of it. And, you know, with him being somebody who always likes to kind of say what he wants to say and then, and then kind of have to run it back sometimes or, or just be like, I said what I said, you know, and he don't, he don't, he don't really care. Like, it's kind of, it's kind of like kind of expected, you know what I'm saying? Like, but like as friends, like you're supposed to want the best for, for your people, but also, you know what I mean? You don't want to make sure that, that there's not a, a situation of somebody getting a big head about stuff. So, I mean, it's difficult, especially when money, you know, when that's your primary, you know, source of income and, and you know, your situation changes, but um, I think it can be done, but like, I think sometimes you got to take your ego out of it and, and kind of, you know, so say for instance, if I'm, if I'm the, you know, if I'm the second man, you know what I mean? I, I got to understand I'm going to get second man money, but I also have to have that trust that, you know, if Jeremy's running the 2020 podcast and I'm on his payroll, that he's going to look out for me. And, and I don't think, I don't think uh, that trust was there because it just, it just broke down like it did. Interesting point. Interesting point, brother. Uh, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think roles have to be understood from the jump. So let me let me ask you guys this. And I, I post this to the entire uh, group of you guys. How do you guys feel about if you have a joint venture with someone, you know, you're going into business? How do you feel about the process of having a lawyer and a contract present? Are you for it or are you against it? Like, what, what, what do you prefer? I think it's necessary. I think once you get to a certain level, okay, let me backtrack. Let me say, I think it's necessary, but I do think it's possible for friendships and business to coexist. I think a few things need to be in place for that to happen. I think first and foremost, I think you need to know the personality as well as the character of your friend before you go into any business venture, any collaboration, anything like that with them. And then once you do that, I think clear expectations need to be put into place before you move forward. And then once we start talking about money and legal issues and contracts, I definitely think it's necessary for a lawyer 
to be present for that, uh, contracts, all those types of things. So yeah, I, I, I don't see, that wouldn't be bothersome for me if I were doing business with a friend. It's just wise business practices. And it's necessary to protect both parties. Fact, fact. Anybody else have any thought on that? I agree with that. Uh, it's all about your personnel. Yeah, like y'all ever did a project in school and your group was your homeboys. You know you got the lazy homeboy. You know, you know, <laughs> you know you got the one that really don't know what's going on. You know, and you got you might have one or two smart ones that that actually know what they're supposed to be doing. You got to know your personnel, because if you don't, if you just go into business just because you're a homeboy, that's not going to shape up good. I agree with having a lawyer and a contract and all that, because I got if I'm putting in a certain level of work and you not putting in that certain level of work. You can't expect to get what I'm getting, you know, um, just like, you know, the one, two, the three from the top to the bottom. Like if I'm doing most of the work, you can't bear the same fruit that I'm bearing. But everybody got to play their part. Like why is that? I'm going to trust the top man to look out for me, but I got to be doing I got to be contributing. Like I got to be adding something to it, you know, uh, it's just the fact that that it's a difference between friends and businesses. I think it's doable, but the expectations have to be laid out way before we decide to go on this venture. Like we need to discuss like this is what I expect of you for this business to work. And this is what, you know, obviously you, you expect something from me. So, Jeremy, if me and you go into business together. And I'm known for being real lazy, not really being a go-getter. I'm not networking. You know, you so you're going to be on me naturally. Like, bro, if you want this business to work, you got to do your part. So we got to have an understanding. Like Jessica, we have to have an understanding as business partner. We was friends when we started. We still cool, but now we're talking about business. We're talking about income we're talking about our name because your business is your reputation that's your name so now we're talking about you know how we are portrayed like who we are so we need to have a great understanding about what i expect from you what you expect from me how we're gonna make this work you know so i mean i think i think lawyers is real necessary because when especially when it comes to the kind of money that they talking about and and Joe using his platform, his name, because, you know, we've been listening to Joe Buttons and pump, pump it up, you know. So he he built it, you know what I mean? And Rory and them just came in. They was his friends. But this business that we're talking about, you know what I'm saying? So go ahead. Go ahead. Fact, uh, I agree with you, bro. I wanted to ask something real specific because we we're kind of echoing the same sentiment that we kind of have to be on the same uh, accordance. So let me ask you all this. What are some of the rules or what are some of the boundaries you set before you even got started in business? And I mean, this from a personal standpoint, like what are some of the things you're adamant about? Because you all have your own ventures, each and every last one of you do. 
So what are some of the things you've set aside as a boundary, something that you won't compromise on when it comes to business? Uh, respect for me is key. You know what I mean? Like I even for even if it's not like dealing with me, like say, for instance, it's with, you know, if if you and and, you know, Buck got something going on, like I, I'm big on everybody respecting everybody. Because I that synergy that 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 going forward and talking to people that's really really big to me. Um, I wanted to say one other thing before, like about like the lawyers and things like that. Like Jeremy and I used to live together. We used to be roommates. We also roommated with um, at certain times other frat brothers as well. And we also ended up just still being roommates together because of the simple fact that like your chemistry has to be good. Like, but also it's, it's some of the other stuff, like, you know, how people act or how people are when, when certain situations come up or when it comes to even stuff like groceries, you know what I mean? That's stuff that like in business, you don't think about, you know, some of the other facets that kind of make or break those kind of relationships because it may be cool we had a bunch of frat brothers that were cool to party with, but when it came to, to living together, it was not necessarily a big fit. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's one of those things where you got to be able to look at it with with not an, an eye of, OK, this is my boy. I'm trying to look out for him because you can always have something set aside for them. But they also need to understand that that's that's a gift that they're trying to give. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, Um yeah, all those things are like good points. And I've had the fortunate, I've had the fortunate, unfortunate uh, position to be in both of those situations. And um, can the question, the original question is, can you be friends and mix business? Well, the adage says you shouldn't mix business with pleasure. There's a reason for that. Can it happen? Yeah, it probably could happen, but it takes a strong friendship. And you got to not care about the business. And I think that's where the problem came in with Rory and, and Maul and, and between Joe Budden, because they were like, bro, you on your business mind, we're talking about our friendship here. And he kept pushing the whole business narrative. Now, when you guys say get lawyers and stuff, you go get a lawyer. Once you get like 200,000 subs or whatever, that looks suspicious. You get one, you get one way as soon as you can, really, because it's business, because it's not really about trust. I mean, it's about trust, but at the end of the day, it's not about trust because that's the purpose of contracts. <laughs> because what happens is when you friends, you don't you don't account for every little thing and you're just trying to make the make the business happen. Like I, I I've literally been in this situation where you know, you give it all. And then let's say you hit one. The thing about being an entrepreneur, there's always ups and downs. And so when you get to the down point, like, where are you in that sense and in, in that, in that point, in that, in that place. And so a lot of times that's where the friendships go crazy at because you trusted this person to handle the business with your best interest at mind. But what happens is it don't work out like that. And that's the purpose that they have contracts. I don't think Maul and them had an issue with so much pulling their weight because they they were getting percentages. And the only thing they were asking was, what is the numbers so we can 
see what our percentage says we're supposed to get. And Joe Button was like, here, I've been throwing y'all cash. I threw y'all extra cash. That's not even a point. The point is, can we see it? So then now, even as a business partner, that's shady. And then, and then, and then it affected the friendship because it's like, man, like, how can you say things to me? Like, this is none of your business, which showed his mentality. And the crazy thing was, and I'm taking a long time. Sorry, I'll speed it up. The crazy thing is I, I saw it from his, uh, Joe Budden's perspective from a business owner. But then when I heard Rory and Maul and, and give their perspective and really how it was going on, what appears to be how it was going on, um, you know, it just it just tore up the friendship. So, like I said, if you want to end up being um, business partners with your friend, be prepared to abandon the business. Because if the business is the priority over the friendship, then yeah, if it, one goes down, they both go down. Hey, it made me think about um, was it the five heartbeats when they were trying to ask for the books? And and they were like, because they were getting charged for everything. And then like they're like, well, actually, you owe us more money than what, what this is. So Black, when you were talking about that, that's like, I think then they, they're looking for a level of transparency and, you know, making sure because like if if he's saying that we get this amount of money and I'm giving you this, you know what I mean? That's that's the same thing that we were talking about before, like gifting somebody a job versus them earning it and and doing their best and so to me it felt like he felt like he was just gifting them that like he, he, he but they felt like they, they were working and doing their own thing so that's the two perspectives but that's where even legally you know what i mean you you have that that opportunity to be able to say listen this is you know we want to see the books to make sure that our numbers are straight you know what i'm saying so i definitely agree with black on that one yeah, they were together for like six years. So, mm-hmm. and the thing about it is Joe Budden, he he said himself, like, he reached out to people because talking to yourself is not easy. It, it's not easier to podcast just be by yourself versus having people to get the chemistry with. So it wasn't like he pulled them in halfway through and they already had this big network. He pulled them them in early in the game and they helped build it. Now I understand it's the Joe Budden podcast, it's the Joe Budden everything, and I believe they understand that. That's why they were on percentages and not a salary. And then with that being said, is like like chip these guys off. I mean, because like they you could be you could be Ralph Tresman all you want, but you know Ralph is cool, but Ralph and New Edition sounds better. You know what I'm saying? So I just think, you know, that's why the lawyer whole thing needs to come into play because they don't call it show friends. They call it show business. So you got to, you got to, you got to separate the two. And if it go bad, you got to be able to separate and be like, you know what? I'm not going to take that personal, no matter what happened. And that's hard for people to do. I think for me, I think professionalism. Go ahead. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, turn. No, I was going to say, for me, I think it's professionalism and brand loyalty that matter the most. Um, the thing about going into business with people that you are friends with is that they got to make sure that the passion is shared um, and not just the idea of, oh, man, this can make some money. Because if, you know, they always say, if you do what you love to do, then you'll never work a day. And I think the people that 
I think the people who go into business with that mindset of both doing something that they love to do to make something work, um, those are the most successful businesses. So I think that while contracts and things are important um, to do business, having a lawyer up front and sitting down and going over contracts together will really kind of tell you if somebody's in it for the quick lick or if they're in it for the long haul. And I think that you can just start to discover people's true intentions when you start talking about the legalities of everything. So, I mean, that's what no matter what you do, especially with the podcasting, I mean, but just thinking about like Merciless Minds, everybody works as an independent entity. But, you know, there's a standard that we all hold ourselves to and it's just kind of a shared vision across the board. And it's it's just understood. And I think that's where that comes. Yeah, I think that's what that boils down to. It's because we all have passion for the things that we do. But we also understand that, you know, work has to be done. Everything has to maintain professionalism because not only am I representing a brand, I'm representing myself too. So, um, I think I agree. I agree with that. Uh, now I think the shift comes after whoever the head friend is actually get to treating them dudes like they less than, you know. If I was to go in business with any of y'all and ask to see the book and y'all talk to me like I'm beneath you or that's none of my concern, that's a problem. Why further like why it said that's disrespectful too. Dog, like we we supposed to be in this business together and I can't even see the numbers that I'm that I'm asking to see. Like if we in business together, we all need to be on the same accord. If you can't show me the numbers, I ain't going to even think there's no honor there. I'm going to think you playing me naturally, you know, because I'm already knowing that you the, you the head man making the top dollar, you know. So you throwing me a little extra money here and there might not even add up to what I'm supposed to even get to start with. Like that little extra change you throwing me might not even be plus my percentage, you know. So, yeah, it's a, you know, it's, if we in, if we in business, we need to be in business. Like we need to be discussing it on every level. You know, like I th- I like what Black said. If the business go down, the friendship go down. Because if it ain't no honor in the business, and it ain't no passion in the business from all sides, eventually everybody gonna start to resent each other. Because obviously we we all don't have the same thing in mind. I think Rory and them may still be looking at it for the friendship and Budden looking at it from the dollar sign. So they they not on the same page. And that's clearly why. Like Joe Budden thinking about the dollar. He thinking about it from strictly business. Not my friends in business with me. This is just my business. I'm this the Joe Budden podcast. This is my podcast. Like I just said, gifted. Y'all just play y'all part. But this is my podcast, and that's where it all fall down. And you know, when when one person want to be the star of the show, instead of the group that got famous, you know what I'm saying? It's the group that got famous. The name New Edition got famous, like he said. But no, you know what I'm saying? When you want to be Star Man Ralph, that ain't gonna work like that. So go ahead, go ahead. You muted, bro. I said, and it didn't even run. It didn't even work for Ralph, and I love Ralph. 
you know a word um we had a comment that i wanted to address uh from julian uh, excuse me jillian sorrell she said joe's show was just all right until mal and rory joined he does better when he has someone to bounce off of i fully agree they were robin to his batman although batman was the leader people always knew robin what joe did was inappropriate and definitely not friend-like they were cool before all of that uh i agree with that statement however I'm 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 gonna say this and I'm I'm gonna play a little bit of devil's advocate. Yes, Joe is Batman, but there were several different Robins. And I mean that of no disrespect to Rory and Mal. Joe Button's podcast did just fine when they weren't on it. In fact, they got more views actually when they weren't on it. And you can attribute that to people being nosy. You can attribute that to uh, being one of the Kevin Samuels episodes. But my point is this. Yeah, there was a great tandem, but that doesn't mean Joe can't create another great tandem. Um, yes, I believe he has uh, a lot of narcissistic ways, but I think he has a really good penchant for business um, that is going to keep him successful. The ugly truth about business is that a lot of it does not have to do with character. I'm just going to keep it a buck. Um, if it had to do with character, people like P. Diddy wouldn't be as successful as they are. You know what I'm saying? It can attribute to how, how or what people associate with you. But if you can bring in percentages, if you can bring in money, that's what's going to make you successful. Now, again, I want to repeat for the people that's pissed off with what I just said. I understand that, you know what I'm saying, Joe, what he did. I'm not advocating what he did, period. I'm just saying we have to be able to separate the two. He may have done something you didn't like, but looking at it from a business standpoint, he's kind of brilliant in some facets. I was even telling the people before uh, we went live that the only way you can even hear the podcast episode where he went off and fired everybody is if you go to Patreon and it's $5 a pop. He knew that it would stir up stuff, so he sold it, and people are buying it. It's it's smart. It's smart. This man has a penchant for business, and I, I can't knock him. I can just knock the method he uses. So I had another question for everybody because we're, we're, we're not going to get into kind of like the personal, uh, I guess, portion of what happened. You have a disgruntled co-host co-worker uh percentage holder how do you address that just i just want all of you to you know say your parts like how would you address somebody who clearly has an axe to grind you know but it, it needs to be addressed what would you guys do in this case i would say first and foremost that you should attempt to handle it respectfully. I know that's um, one thing that has been spoken about, I think from everyone that would be needed in the situation and in, in doing business with a friend and just doing business period. But I would say attempt to do it respectfully. I am of the mindset that everyone is owed an attempt at a conversation. What you do with that attempt from a conversation is on you, but I would say go into it, attempt to have the conversation, 
make sure that you're going into it seeking to understand, not seeking to be understood. And I think when both parties do that, when you when you both take that stance, then you can both really hear each other. And then you can determine, okay, can we reach a resolution? And if you can, great. If you can't, then at that point, respectfully, again, I keep saying respectfully, try to figure out a way so you can move forward, the business can move forward, and everyone can function in peace. Now, that doesn't mean it'll be easy. And Black made a good point. I mean, at, I think at that point, you have to decide between your friendship and the business. But that doesn't mean that has to be a permanent situation just initially. But, you know, attempt to have the conversation, hear each other out, go from there. I uh, I think like a lot of times, especially especially if you, you legally have something together, like I know working at certain places like they they have options to talk about, you know, advances or or even raises. And, you know, either quarterly or, or yearly as far as that's concerned. So then if, if you feel like you can be able to talk and negotiate that, um, definitely do that. That and also, like, if you need to, just to be able to have somebody be kind of like a mediator in between it. You know what I'm saying? Because if you have somebody who, you know, is not who doesn't really have skin in the game as far as, you know what I mean? Those things that there's. There's people that just do mediation for those things. Um, so then after that, it's not like, okay, you know, you have to worry about those kinds of things. It's just, hey, I'm, I'm trying to do my best. This is the business aspect of it. You know what I mean? And, and if I can help you out as a friend, you know what I mean? I, I'm going to try to do that as well. But also, um, yeah, you I mean, that that's where I think the legal part comes in into play. Because then after that, you know, you have those races every you know three six twelve months that you can be able to say okay well let's we'll definitely try to look at it at that point i just think the best way to handle all of that because the way we're talking is like best case scenario and if it was like if you had the ability to do things respectfully then it wouldn't be like a disagreement because you guys are friends to begin with. So there's already a certain level of respect there. So like as great as all that sound, and I'm not even knocking what y'all saying, because you do want to start there for sure. Cause if you can resolve it that way, that will do like a world of difference. But just like I said, I, I've been on both ends. I've been where I've had it done to me. And then I was also the boss that had the, not Joe, I'll say Joe Budden ish. I, I, I didn't go that far, but I was very demanding or whatever, but I wasn't judgmental like that. Being in that position, I just know the best thing to do is just draw up a contract in the beginning. Just get the lawyer from the beginning as soon as you can afford one. Draw up the contract because no matter what happens, nothing can happen outside those terms and conditions, no matter how I feel, no matter how disrespected I feel, no matter how that person feels, you take all the guesswork out of it. And then that way, at least you can be like, well, we made this agreement. We can go ahead and like fulfill this contract and go back to being friends. And I think just being in both situations, just looking back at it right now, I just, and I've been, and I've been 
and I have a law. I mean, I'm in law. Like, I get it. Like, I didn't do that. Like, I should have done that as well. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just saying, from the beginning, you should just draw up the terms of contract so that way it'll be different, you know, so you don't have to, you know, cross the lines and try to figure it out yourself. Yeah, that's. Um, and before I go any further, I just want to give a shout out for joining us, a uh, country. A third of the South got something to say, brother. Uh, one of our podcast cousins, as I like to call him, that decided to join us on this topic as well. Um, brother, one of the questions we was asking is, and I'll, and I'll present both of them uh, to you so you can have an opportunity to answer. Uh, the first question we asked was, what are some of the boundaries and some of the rules you would set with someone at, that you're going into business with as a friend? And also, if they had, like, if you have grievances or an axe to grind, how would you go about addressing those issues with that said person? Man, I, man, I appreciate y'all letting me be here with y'all tonight. Definitely one of the topics that have been big on my mind. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a huge fan of the, the JDP, the show that was and the show that it may still become. You know what I mean? I, I've always been a big fan of it. But, um, man, as far as, like, me and my castmates, you know, I see attorneys here, uh, which is – Part one, another the uh, two thirds here, right? <laughs> but um, man, we I we when we first started the first day, I talked ownership, right? I want my guys to have ownership in this with me. You know what I'm saying? Just because I think it breeds passion. You know, I also you know some of the boundaries that said is I I I mean I I like creative control as well. I like freedom, but I do like to be able to reel it in and and you know foresee stuff that come in the future, watch what's being said, that kind of stuff. Uh, grievances as far as that, man, uh, I think we're pretty open with our grievances, right? When something come up, we talk about it that night, right? When something goes wrong, if we feel like we can do something better, we're always talking. We're always an open line of communication. I honestly don't think we get to where we're at by, you know, allowing us to um, – to like shift that stuff and not talk about it and not be open with one another. You know what I mean? So it, it's super important. I think that's something that Joe and them, I think that's reason why I got to that point because they had grievances and they just wasn't getting addressed. Addressed. Wholeheartedly agree with you, bro. Um, and, and that's part of the issue I have with uh, this next topic, uh, excuse me, next comment that was made. Uh, Alex asked, I'm just curious, did y'all see Rory and Maul's response? If so, what do y'all think? Uh, I think it was pivotal. Uh, one of the first things I learned, uh, even in college, was there's three sides to an argument, uh, side A, side B, and the truth. So it's it's exciting, and I was glad to get side B. But hearing side B gave me an even bigger view of the issues that's going on with the Joe Budden podcast. I'm going to start with side uh, A. Um, and you guys can chime in if I take over a little bit, I'm sorry, but this interview really pissed me off, really pissed me off. I'm going to start with Rory. Rory discussed in particular when he had a lunch with a friend about the Joe Budden podcast. Now he brings up that when he brought it to Joe, that he had had a lunch with a friend about the business, Joe went the fuck off on him went off on him. Why the hell? What do you think you're doing? Whoop -de -whoop. A lot of people were upset with that. I totally understand why he went off on him. Let's look at it like this. 
if you work for McDonald's and you're a manager and an advertising firm contacted you and said, hey, let's go have lunch and let's talk about business. Even if they don't say it, if they take you out to lunch to discuss matters at where you work, matters where you have a stake in the company, that's a business lunch. There's no such thing as a free lunch. You don't get to talk business, stats, anything when you're not the owner of that business. I don't give a damn how much of it you do. You don't, period. He should have directed him back to the person who handles that. And that would have been Joe. You handle that with the owner. The only thing I would advocate for is, okay, let me let me mediate for you. So let's coordinate a date where all of us can be here. Other than that, I don't want to hear none of I Look, I would lose it if I heard <laughs> somebody went and talked statistics with an advertising firm or whatever, another platform without my no-so, because that type of chatter gets around. So that may affect my negotiations I may have with another business. So now you messing up our money by not communicating something you did. Even if you feel like it's with your friend, you don't think that company sent that friend to come talk to Rory for a reason. That was strategy, man. And he fell for it. The other issue I have to those of you that don't know, uh, mall is an A&R. If you don't know what an A&R does, they pretty much are the liaison for artists to get a project done. So you mean to tell me you're in the music business who works with artists and the label and you don't know to talk about a goddamn contract in the beginning? That's negligence. I understand y'all are friends, but I'll say this. Everybody who's in squad goals, tell me if I'm lying. Before y'all came on this season of squad goals, did I not have you sign a contract? It's a fact. Straight up. Yep. Yeah. Oh, All of them the had contract. to sign a contract. Period. It's not because I don't trust them. It's not because we're not boys. Why is my best friend of 15 years and he had to sign one? So I'm just I'm gonna offer it up to y'all. What are y'all thoughts on the Mile and Rory situation? But uh I do. I, I feel you on the. They sent the friend thing to Rory, and then Rory, he the way he played, the way he described it was like they never brought it up to the end. He was like, "Hold on, let me see what's up." He didn't. He didn't imply they talked any kind of. He said they didn't talk any kind of information. He just let Joe know what happened, and Joe blew up. Now I've been I've been that guy that blew up at like how how are you talking with somebody else and you're not even whatever I, I've been that guy that's what I was saying I've been that guy but then if I'm gonna take it at face value and that's your boy why would you blow up to that point right why would you blow up but then like I'm saying like you say is 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 there's three sides to the story. So like he might even kind of been going, you know, putting a little extra on it and saying they didn't talk about nothing and then they just blew it up. So yeah, that, I mean like all that could be legit. You know what I'm saying? All that could be legit. I just think he, like you said, he was thinking from a friend perspective and, and Joe, like it's bigger than a podcast. Cause what he's trying to do is create a network. 
because he's he's turned down Spotify to create a network. He like, oh, if I'm worth this as an artist, imagine what I could do if I was the owner of something. So that's where his mind is at. And you can even tell in his vernacular now, he he he's totally business minded because he used to be the one that bucked the system, right? Now he is trying to become the system because if you can't beat him, you join him. And that's why they have an issue. And yeah. So uh wasn't one of the things because I I didn't get the chance to to listen to it before they took it down. Um, wasn't one of the the complaints that Buck had was that he was the only one getting money or he was the only one taking those kind of meetings in the first place. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I get to a certain extent of like like you said, mediation is is cool. Like I'm not like if he came back with an offer, it's like, hey, this is what they, they offer me. Then that's it. But if somebody. You know what I mean? Just tried to say, okay, listen, hey, I want to, you know, I want to try to get up here. Can you put me in contact with Joe, or can you put me in contact with them? Like, then, then that's that's something different. You know what I mean? Versus, ver- and then if, because like I, I like I said, I'm I'm just going off of what you said, Jay. So it may, if it was something like that where where they're like, hey, I just want to get up with him, try to talk to him about this and that mediation, then why would you be mad that somebody's trying to bring you? more bread to the pot because that's that's the same thing joe said that they weren't doing and that's one of the reasons why they they had to go yeah now i think about rory was probably lying a little bit because mm-hmm. he said the same number that they told him is the same number that they gave to joe so that I mean they had some kind of conversation and so exactly. that's like if somebody came to me and was like black 2020 podcast is doing good you know, you know, we can get you on such and such. And uh, and I'd be like, what kind of number y'all talking about? See, now I'm playing the game. I should be like, look, bruh, the LLC ain't under black. Let me call my man's mm-hmm. Jay right now. Yeah, That's so if- probably how that works. And yeah, I can so- see why you would be upset as the owner because, like you said, that takes some of your leverage away because you don't know what information they extracted from me. Yeah, so if it's like that, if it's something where – like he he was trying to play a bigger role. Like I can I can understand the frustration on that end, but you know what I mean. Like I said, I from what you were from the situation you had just explained, I didn't know whether or not he was just listening to it and, and somebody you know is at the end of the thing like oh yeah like let me let me holler at him real quick. Then if it's a mediator, then that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Then you put your your boy on game. But if it's like y'all talking numbers, like as soon as numbers come out, I'm like wait, 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 I'm not, I'm not the one to be talking about this. But um, like, I don't know. So like, here's the thing. So if Joe is always talking to them about like, because if he said that to everybody on the on the podcast, and I'm pretty sure he told them that in private that they're not bringing in any money either. So you know what I mean. So in that same instance, does he want them to? to then go ahead and go out there and get the money like like Rory was saying or what like how does how do they expect them to bring in more money and to be more more valuable to the company you know what i'm saying like like if you're you're constantly telling them that that they're not bringing in money like this and then he trying to do something else like you know maybe they they misconstrued the message uh i'm i'm trying, trying to give everybody the benefit of the doubt right right me too i think that's when you ask for clarity Mm-hmm. When you that's when you have a conversation and say, yo, I want to be of more value to what we're doing. So can you tell me some things that you feel like I can be proactive at? But don't take that upon yourself. 
But do you think Joe was going to be receptive to that, or is he going to be saying like, uh, "You got no. to dig over"? So, no, you know so who that, we're talking about. No, yeah, yeah I so, think he's lying. I think he, I think he never told them. I think he might have told them, "Y'all should start something. You should do something." But I don't think he was telling them that like that. I think he's just using that to try to save face right now. Uh, like you guys wasn't doing that. I think he enjoyed that power. I think mm-hmm. he I think he's thinking like a yeah, businessman and tried to run out their contract so he can go get somebody else for cheaper. That's what I think he's doing. That's what it looked like he's doing, but it's backfiring because he just lost his cash app deal. Looks like do, do y'all think like do y'all think it's just levels to it? You know what I'm saying? Like if okay, if we talking about the 2020 podcast, it's certain things that I cannot answer for you. Like y'all ever had a job? I know my job do it. When it comes to a certain thing, they give you a resource card that you gotta read word for word if such business or such corporation or anything approaches you about something that's going on. So if something's going on, you gotta say, Hey, you have to talk to blah 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 about this certain situation. This is out of my range. So do you think Rory thought they were friends enough? to be able to discuss whatever it was he may have discussed or he felt like he was a part of the business enough. You know what I'm saying? Like he had enough, you know, juice to discuss whatever it was that he did likely say, you know, um, I feel like he just wanted more responsibility. But you feel me? Like something like that, like, but it's but like, but he, but he it. took it right. He took it upon himself to right, right, basically involve right. himself in something that had nothing to do with him. Right, and you don't answer. You don't. You wouldn't answer those questions Monday through Friday. Right. So you shouldn't be answering the question on Saturday and Sunday. I, yeah, you're right. Like I think, I think he was like, well, maybe this is my chance to try to bring in some more money, or. You, you know, but Joe, the thing is, Joe know how to play the game. He's been doing it long enough. And if he's the one who's been conducting the business the whole time on a legal and professional level, you can't just say anything out your mouth because you might not have the vocabulary. You might not know the slang. You might not know the terminology that people who do real business talk like. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's like out west. If you call somebody a weirdo, you can get killed for that. But if you call somebody a weirdo down here, they just they just think you wear DC shoes or something. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, you don't even know real business terms, and you didn't go through the 101 to where somebody could ask you a trip question to get you to say a little bit more about the 2020. You see what I'm saying? Like, so... Rory slipped up, you know. I see why Joe Budden to get on him, but I also could see why if somebody was telling me I wasn't doing enough, you feel what I'm saying? Like I wasn't contributing enough. If I seen a chance to possibly, you know what I'm saying, make things a little better, why would I not? But you gotta know, you gotta know what the levels is. You gotta know this particular lunch ain't a lunch that I'm supposed to be having. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for the thank you for the for the rolls. You know what I'm saying? They was butter. You feel me? But this ain't 
this this out of my this out of my reach. I can't I can't give you that. See what I'm saying? Because me thinking I gave you nothing, I really gave you too much. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm thinking I gave you a sneak peek, and you really just got the whole book out of what I just said. You see what I'm saying? So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, so I mean, with that being said, man, I do believe, like, I do believe that Joe probably was okay with them going out to try to find business ventures. But I think the fact that it's so much toxic, so much masculinity in that one room that they didn't discuss, they didn't conversate, they didn't have those conversations about how we go about things. You know what I'm saying? So Rory get that phone call. He don't know Joe's talking to title. I already got an offer out there, you know, a counter offer out there. And they come to him back door trying to backdoor Joe. I feel like if Rory would took the time, made that phone call, hey, look, I'm pretty sure they're going to bring up something about the podcast. Elliot trying to, you know, sit down with me. You know, how do you want to proceed? Do you want to be there? Are you okay with me going? I'm trying to help bring stuff to the table for the organization. Now, if Joe bless it, then nothing can be said. But if Joe say, nah, man, I've done this, I've done that, then you respect, okay, I see what's going on. You call everybody, man, come on, bro. I can't do that. You know, you need to sit down and speak with Joe. I think it was a miscommunication there. Now, on the other side, when the mistake was made, you know, all everybody in this game is new. You know, this podcasting thing is real new. So when the mistake was made, I think a big thing that could have happened was instead of Joe being emotional Joe as he is, you know, he's one of my favorite talking heads, but being emotional Joe that he is, I think he could have handled it a whole lot better by not screaming on no boy. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to scream on him. Say, hey, look, man, you fucked up. You just cost us that deal. You cost us that deal. So now going forward, I don't want you to talk to nobody while clearing it through me first. That was a big messed up. You know what I'm saying? Have them communication. But that happened. He screamed on him. Rory felt some kind of way about being screamed on. They didn't talk about how Rory felt about being screamed on. Joe didn't talk about what implications it caused for him talking to that. So the lesson that could have been learned didn't get learned. And they just kept potting. They just kept doing the show, the great show that they had. So now that's already there. You know, the problem is down here. You just stack some on top of that problem. And then as that stuff progress and go on, you stack something else on that problem. And you keep going that way. If the show, if Joe never wanted to give a piece of ownership, it should have been taught. They should have understood that clearly. You know, it, I get paid a percentage in my job by doing the real world. I get paid a percentage of net profit for one specific area. And I still don't get to see how they got to that number. They give me, oh, well, this happened, that happened, this happened. They give me the bare minimum. I don't get to see the PL for the entire organization. I can't see that. And although I'm under a contract for that, with that being said, that need to be explained. That need to be explained. You know what I mean? I just feel like a lot of it could have got handled better. It was it was a mismanagement for both sides. One side was we friends, we making good money, we gonna, you know, it's gonna be fine. The other side was, you know, I'm we friends, we're making good money. I ain't gotta explain this, and it's mine. I mean, you know, it's a whole lot of uh, masculine, toxic, toxic, you know going on there it makes it it makes it rough real quick i want to address a comment want to know would i fire a coast uh co-host on air no i would not um let me make it one thousand percent clear although i'm saying i understand why joe did what he did how he went about it i do not agree with i repeat i do not agree with um now kareen said a good statement 
An agreement does not involve money. It doesn't need to involve money. NDAs, non-disclosure agreements, never include monetary funds. They are created to protect intellectual property, plans, what is being made, conversations, and so forth. And I'm glad you brought that up because some people may feel a type of way about signing a, signing a contract when it comes to something that doesn't involve money, but things take time to get rolling. And the reason we do a contract is because to protect myself and my brand, just being flat out and honest, because like this shows, this is what happens when there's poor communication and there's poor business acumen going on. So the the contract we sign is an agreement. I give it to them and I gave them time to read over it, to understand what it contained, what it meant. Did not involve money whatsoever. It just gave, just explained that, yo, I own this once we record it. That's it. And at that point, I gave them the opportunity to either sign it or say, no, nah, cuz I'm not with that. I'll get you on the next one. That's cool. But the reason I do contracts is to protect my dream, my brand. 2020 is my baby. I'm not going to be upset if someone refuses to sign. That's perfectly cool. You have that decision. But I'm going to do whatever it takes to protect our friendship. And I made it perfectly clear in paper. That's just what it is. So let's move on to the next point. And I'm going to be perfectly transparent. I had an incident where I had to let a co-host go. It was not pretty. It was a lot of the same situation. It was a lot of meeting with uh, other companies under my company's name, a lot of conversations under my company's name, a whole event planned involving money under my company's name. And there was no effort put into it. So I was losing money on the back end on something I didn't plan. Not long after that came the sneak disses, kind of like what happened on the Joe Budden podcast. Statuses on Facebook about myself or uh, my company, where everybody knew who this person was talking about. And I go around and I'm looking at it. And so at this point, I had to make a decision. I didn't make a podcast about it. I just politely cut this person. I wiped the page we created and I started over. Some people might not be able to do that. Some people will pick up the ball and just keep running without you. But myself, I chose to act as if nothing happened. That's the way I went about it. So I want to ask you guys, if you have to let someone go, if things are just going that bad, how would you go about cutting someone? I ain't going to say cut. I'm going to say terminate. We, we just going to say what it is. If you have to terminate someone, how would you go about it? I mean, me personally, to, to speak from that, um, that I, I 100% wouldn't do it on air, right? It makes no sense to to jump out in front of the world and blast this person for whatever they may have done that I feel was wrong that I'm pretty sure they didn't feel like it was the wrong thing, right? I don't have to air that out, right? That's dirty laundry that we keep for ourselves. And everybody knows controversy sells, so a lot of people lean into it, but I, I, I don't care for it, right? It's not something that I'm into. Um, in order for it to get to that point, it would be like straight up real gross misconduct, right? Like somebody got to be doing something really outlandish, self-sabotaging, or sabotaging the business, 
then I have to make that decision. And I coach that person straight up, hey, look, man, this, this, this going on. I don't think it's working out. I think we should part ways, you know. I think we should part ways. And that's something that got to be understood, especially being that, like you said, this 2020 podcast is your baby. So I've got something to say. It's my baby, right? I invested a lot of money, a lot of time, and a lot of thought, a lot of, lot of hours into this. So I'm not going to let anything take it down. Uh, fortunately, I don't think I'm, I have that problem, but I'm sure Joe didn't either, right? But keeping that communication open going forward completely uh, definitely help you avoid those rough conversations, those rough times. And, you know, some that 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 watching this unfold gave me a lot of tips, gave me a lot of playbook to say, oh, man, you know, I probably need to go about this business a little better. I probably should handle this a little better. So watching that, I feel like helped me prevent some of, from me having some of the problems that their show is having. Yeah, that was a trip because I thought, well, I felt like Joe was thinking those things was happening to him, as you just said. And I'm not even a big Joe Budden um, podcast because I, I would look around and I try to find out, like, what made his podcast so dope. Like, I didn't know he was number one and all that. I was because I'm not into it like that. So for me, I started watching the last couple of them from like the Kevin Samuels one up. And then when they came back or whatever, cause my boy was telling me about it and uh, the situation as it was unfolding, um, I saw him like try to give them the game on air, like give them the game. Like, like even like the Jay-Z analogy and all those little things that, you know, people be sneak dissing, but also sometimes people be trying to give you some game on the low too, though. Like, so I thought I, that's how I felt he was doing right now. As far as the whole airing them out on air, would I do it as black? Probably would. I probably, but the thing is, I would before I would get to that point. I'm definitely gonna come to you. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna frame it for you. And if you don't get it them ways, then I might stun on you. But that I ain't saying that's the right thing. Cause as a, cause I'm thinking that's what make him brilliant because we know his rap career don't have him relevant. I was trying to figure out how he even got on love, love and hip hop. For some reason, he know how to stay relevant with that little piece of success that he has. So I'm thinking that's part of the whole act. And not only that, he know who he dealing with. He know Rory and Maul ain't going to do nothing. So I think he just played it up right there. Morally, was it right? Nah. But as far as being a podcaster, you better do something to try to keep your ratings up because you're going to lose stuff fast now because now people. St- and then it also helped Rory and Maul, too, because now, 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 now they have sympathy for people from the people. So their podcast might actually do well. So I, I, I kind of seen it as a win win right there. I agree, bro. Um, I was trying to give somebody else an opportunity to talk because I feel like I was talking too much. But I agree. I think this just gave the opportunity for a whole nother lane uh, for Rory and Maul. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I know they great bouncing off of Joe, but they they kind of boring to me. <laughs> they, don't be, they don't be doing much, but like ha- they like witty old women. 
Like you ever listen to messy old women sit together? That that was the JPP to me. I, I, man, I'm gonna tell you that you said a lot just then. Um, as a dynamic, the three bounced off each other so well that you didn't recognize their downfalls. But um, Maul definitely was 100% too cool most of the time, right? He wouldn't get into the into the mud of a conversation. I think Rory uh, actually got a little bit better into that kind of stuff. But at the same time, I think he was intimidated by Joe a lot too, so he was timid. I think the unsung hero on the show was Parks, the engineer that's never on camera. He has great takes, but like he's not even a, a major player in the show. You know what I mean? So I, I'm with you. I will, I wanna, I'm going to listen to their show just because I want to see what they're thinking. But after they can't talk about this situation no more, what are you guys going to talk about? When you asked about uh, how how would you term, go about terminating a friend, I think ultimately you just have to have that conversation first. Like, Because if we're real friends and we're really in this business to be successful, then I should be able to come to you with constructive criticism for us to be able to have that open communication, talk about, you know, X, Y, and Z. And then at the same time, you know, a lot of times people start doing stuff intentionally just so they can have that conversation, but they don't want to start it. So when you initiate the conversation, now it's their turn to get all the beef that they got about you off of their heart. You see what I'm saying? So now it's like some people just don't like conflict. So people will hold stuff in forever. But I think that you have to have, you know, conversations. And, and sometimes you have to have hard conversations with your friends. Like, you have to talk to them a little bit harder than you would somebody else because y'all are so cool that they don't know if you're playing or not, just depending upon the type of interactions y'all traditionally have. But if we can't get on the same page, you just got to go, you got to go. And it, we always say, man, is it's no hard feelings. This isn't personal. This is business. We have to take care of business first. Bottom line. Maybe it was um I mean, maybe it was a show, you know. I mean, think about think about when people like rappers be beefing and stuff before they drop a tape. You know what I'm saying? To get the buzz going, maybe, you know. This was thought out, just like he charging five dollars a head to listen to the fallout. You know that could have generated a kickstart for Rory and Maul on podcast. Yes, it's a good question. What would they talk about after this? But the it's almost like the, the stock market. What they doing initially? That initial jump is going to generate so much revenue. Because people are going to want to hear about Joe Budden. You see what I'm saying? Like, so many people are going to want to listen to the rise. You know, what happened with Joe? What's, the, what's their take on that? You know, so a lot of people might get hooked on the initial climb of the stock. You know what I'm saying? And and Joe could be getting residual money off the back end of their startup. You see what I'm saying? And then a lot of people are going to want to see, well, what will they become after Joe? You see what I'm saying? Like, how good are they without him, without his name, without his podcast? So they might keep a following just off of that. And some people may 
not like Joe and liked it those two individually. So now I don't have to watch Joe Budden podcast to see Rory or Maul. I can just watch them. You see what I'm saying? But and as far as handling somebody disgruntled, like Eternity said, if we are real friends, I should be able to come to you and tell you we not on the same wave. You know, what you kicking out and what I'm looking for and what I want for my business is not the same. You know, would I would I fire somebody on air? No, because that's not my that's not my style. You would have never got on the air if, that, if that's what that's if that's how it was. But as a if we friends, as a friend, I'll tell you that we not doing good business together. You know what I'm saying? As a friend, I should be able to come to you and say, as friends, we are all right, but as business partners, we don't jail. You know, because if if we don't jail, eventually we're not going to be friends on account of the business. Feel what I'm saying? So, if I mean, if, if they disgruntled, you know, it's, why are you disgruntled? Like, what's your, what's your problem? You know, that's like, you know, Jeremy doing everything he do for 2020. Let's say I was getting paid, and I really don't do that much, but I was disgruntled. And he said... Jared, why you why you disgruntled? You know, what's the problem? You know, you're not liking how we're doing everything at 2020. And I say, well, I don't really like how much money you make more than me. Or whatever. And and Jeremy would be like, what do you mean? Like, I do the marketing. I do the editing. I do the recording. I do this. I do that. All you do is show up on Thursday. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's so it just it really depends on what they disgruntled about. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes it's not relevant at all. But at the same time, like, if it's to the point where I got to terminate, we just going to have to part ways because on the business level, we are not moving in the same direction. We could be friends, but business-wise, we don't click. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, and then uh, the other thing, if y'all friends, you should know that you're going to get fired way before. So it should be a buildup of it. You know what I mean? Like if, if all the time, like I, I tell you, hey, chill out. You keep, you know, say, for instance, it's a PG one and, and you keep cussing and be like, hey, chill out, chill out, chill out. You know what I mean? Up until the point where I'd be like, OK, listen, man, I talked to you seven different times in the last eight weeks about cussing and say a nigga on the line <laughs> on air. And you know what I mean? We got to let you go. So like there should be something. That, you know what I mean, like you you try to be able to help out as much as you can, but like everybody should be able to see it coming. It shouldn't be something where, you know, and, and depending on their situation, like they may either have seen it coming or they, you know, and then just playing off of it. Because I wouldn't be surprised. Like there's a lot of times where like even in, in certain things and, and certain dramas, like they just play off the fact that, hey, like we gonna give you this last big push to be able to say, okay, like we're going to go ahead and, and make it so that you get popular, I get popular and everybody, you know, wins in that situation. Because then after that, they may not be on the joy, uh, like the Joe button podcast network anymore, but they may be able to get on Spotify now and they may, it may be able to make the money that, that Joe wasn't willing to pay him. You know what I'm saying? So that, that may be his final gift, <laughs> you know, in his own crazy way, to be able to say, okay, this is the way that we're going to go ahead and do it. 
Yeah, he was just a punk that he didn't fire him while he was there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would have been beautiful. <laughs> now I would have definitely paid like 10 for that, bro, just to hear that That would have been beautiful. The way he <laughs> did it was kind of weak because he was saying it like as if they was there, right? Like, I was like, huh? <laughs> yeah. But it no. was definitely uh, calling my best friend going off on them like they were right here. Yeah, right. that was definitely what that was. <laughs> Definitely. He, he, <laughs> I'm surprised Joe wasn't clapping while he was talking. <laughs> right. Oh, God. All right, y'all. Um, closing thoughts, man. Um, business is tough as it is. Mixing friendship in it and trying to kind of preserve that is a whole nother level. But without communication, without uh, perseverance and dedication from everybody involved, is is not gonna work out, man. Is is gonna explode. Uh, I wish them all the best and success. I'm gonna be real with you. Um, I saw a couple of comments about you know Joe burning bridges wherever he goes, and it's a funny thing about that. It's a funny thing about being controversial and not making money versus being controversial while making money. You could burn all the bridges you want, but if statistically it makes sense to bring you back. They will bring your ass back, bro. If Joe continue to make numbers, like I want to repeat, Joe's numbers did this after the whole thing. They skyrocketed. Not saying he's going to be able to maintain it, but I'm just saying business owners aren't like, well, he just pissed me off. They're going to look at the end of the day. Can he bring us a lot of money? Are black people watching him? Are they downloading? Are they paying on Patreon? Send him some money over there and tell him to come on back. I've seen it happen. I'm going to give you prime example. Complex. Him and academics are working on something for complex. Remember he got fired from there? That's all I'm saying, bro. That's all I'm saying. A closed door doesn't mean you can't open it again. But that being said, y'all, I appreciate everybody who tuned in tonight. Appreciate country coming up in this thing, bro. That's my podcast cousin over there. Y'all make sure y'all go and subscribe to him, man. Go ahead and plug yourself real quick. Go ahead. You man, South got something to say, man. We record every Wednesday night live on Facebook Live. Our episodes drop on Monday at 5 a.m. Um, our YouTube channel is a little shaky, but we're gonna work on that. You hear me, man? Appreciate having me, man. I love being here. I love what y'all got doing, man. Hey, man, we appreciate you more than anything, bro. Appreciate you. Well, uh, everybody else, uh, go ahead and quickly plug yourselves. You know what I'm saying? We'll go ahead and start with Jared, Jared, old uh, author ass, nigga. you know what I'm saying? Go ahead, <laughs> plug what you got. <laughs> Hey man, holla at me. Speaker, author, youth advocate, pro black. Um, find me, Jared, like the poet, stand on Facebook, www.pdaydreamers.com. And hey, look, Hazo made friends. Look me up on Amazon, man. Appreciate hey. you. Well, it ain't official to you on Amazon. It ain't official to you on Amazon, bro. He on Target and Walmart. He doing big things. You getting all the way. Oh, yeah, official, money. official. Indeed. Indeed. Eternity everlasting, brother. Come on. Holla Yo, what's good, man? I'm going to make it real quick for y'all. Uh, as my uh, my partner in the country, I already said, man, y'all know the South got something to say. Uh, record live every Wednesday, so we have that. You can catch us on your favorite podcast platform every Monday. Also, on one half of the Safe Word, Safe Word hey. podcast on the 2020 Network, 2020 Podcast LLC, man. Um, we drop every first and third Friday. For all of your salacious needs, it's a black BDSM kink-based podcast for people of color. So uh, we kill all the stigmas that y'all think black people don't do. And that's what we're here for, man. Everything else, y'all can catch me on MrEverlasting.com. Peace.
Hey, and the Blur Syndicate owner himself, the whole yes. Kage of that shit. What up, bro? Go on and speak yeah. your shit. So uh, what we do here is just talk about uh, Black Blur shit. Actually, we just talk about everything from 90s cartoons. We talked to about recent reviews. We did one with uh, with actually Jeremy and uh, Sir. He actually went in on uh, Mortal Kombat and how he loved it so much. Not, uh-huh. not really. Not, not really. Not really. But uh, so we, we talk about that. We have episodes drop every Sunday and Wednesday. And um, so you can just find us at Facebook.com slash join the BS. Love it. Jessica, our fashionista. You still here with us, love? I am still here. Hey, guys. Um, my name is Jessica Lauren, and I'm a fashion and wardrobe stylist. I am based in New Orleans, Louisiana. So check me out for any fashion style tips and tricks. Um, find me on Instagram at styled by underscore Jessica Lauren. Hey, that is. And returning again to shake the, the rafters to piss people off, your boy, boy, Black, go ahead and tell them what it is. Yeah, like your boy Je- Joe Budden said, I'm here to shake the tree. <laughs> I kind of liked it, that little analogy. But nah, it's your boy, boy, Black, 2020 bo- podcast. Uh, we got the EBH Black show. Everybody hates Black, which is me, which is one of my alter egos that was got pinned on me. So uh, we just started the uh, podcast page, group page yesterday. That boomed a little bit, so I was happy to see that. Um, all the prior episodes, I think we on like episode like 18. We're going to go live right after this. So you can check me out on my page. Uh, you can hit me on Instagram, boy, boy, black 2020. Um, just kind of my page, Sam Fluker. You'll see me. I'll pop up. We come on whenever we like the ice cream truck. So when you see that little <laughs> countdown going, you better go live. And if you don't miss it, if you miss it, catch it. Look, I'm going. You have me thinking about running to the house to go get some change. Right <laughs> back outside, uh, but hoping, we move slow, so you can. You got time to go in the house. You can. Even, we got <laughs> you know extra money for a car. We got a swiper and everything. Damn, they ain't playing, bro. All right, y'all. Well, you already know, sir. Make sure to share this video. Uh, Instagram twenty twenty underscore podcast. If you're on Facebook and you somehow here or watching this being shared, check out uh, the twenty twenty PC. Search that and you'll find us. And uh, that being said, send this to somebody to piss them off. And uh, y'all have a great night. I love all of you. And uh, our next squad goals will be the season finale. Season two is ending, y'all, because we tired. We've been recording for six months, bro. It's a long time. So good night, everybody. Have a great Friday and be blessed.